by Riverside. Welcome to another edition of Pick'em with Dan and Dave. This is our seventh week of our podcast. Can you believe seven weeks have went by so far? It's crazy. Week 17 of the NFL season. Thursday night football is currently on with uh, the Cowboys up by 10. uh, About five minutes into the fourth quarter. But we've got 10 games to talk about in a very competitive slate for a lot of teams. And we're seeing a lot of teams that could potentially rest some players as their week 17 means nothing. Week 18 will mean everything for them as playoffs. Not a lot of clinching scenarios this week, though. Uh, A lot of it's going to come down to next week. And as you know, our schedule next week isn't even announced yet. It will come out uh, late Sunday to early Monday as they're going to want to spotlight a few games in the last week of the regular season before that big, big playoff push. But you're joining us from a new location. Traveling down for some golf looks like in a beautiful hotel. So uh, we'll just jump right into it, Dave. Yep. Last week, rough week for myself. Five and eight. Not what the people are wanting with a 103 to 110 record. But you, on the other hand, went seven and four last week. Catching up a little bit at 83 and 105. So. Yep, positives are good. Hey, there's... Th- Positive vibes only, Yeah. right? <laughs> All right, let's jump right into our first game. It is a noon game of the Indianapolis Colts and the New York Giants. Before we get going here, let's just talk about what this game means. For the Giants, it's really simple. Win and you're in. You lose, there are many other scenarios that can put you in this week. Um. But just win and end. Indianapolis, you're done. Yeah. (laughs) You're just fighting for pride Mm -hmm. at this point. Um, But the Giants, they're favored by five and a half. Thirty-eight and a half is the total in this game. So, Dave, I will let you start us out. Yeah, this is an easy one for me. It kind of scares me a little bit because the Colts can be streaky. Uh, You know, they came out strong versus the Vikings. I thought last week they – Obviously lost a tough one to the Chargers, but they had more opportunities than what their score showed. Some interceptions. Uh, They did have some bigger plays in the start of the game. Um, But I'm going to go Giants minus five and a half here. They have more to play for, and they're really trying to make that playoff push in Dable's first season. You know, at first I thought that this line was surprising. I thought that it was going to be more, but if you look back at the Giants in totality this season. They don't win games by more than one score. They come down to the very end of the game. I'm with you. I think that that's going to happen here again. Uh, we got Nick Foles. Looks like he will continue to be the starter for the Colts going forward. Don't really understand that move when you have a young quarterback waiting in the wings. But um, there's just too much in New York's favor here. I think that they clinch that playoff berth the easy way with the win on Sunday. Let's go into our next noon game, game two that we will talk about today, Chicago at Detroit. 
Detroit has to win out to have a chance here. Uh, the Bears, like the like the Colts, are playing for pride. Uh, but Detroit favored by six here, 52. Pretty high number there in the dome. So uh, with that, I think that there is something to be said for the way Dan Campbell has that team rolling of late. Um, had a couple hiccups along the way, but they understand that they need to win in it. Jared Goff understands how to push a team into the playoffs. So it it's hard not to see Detroit covering this, but what is interesting to me is I think points will be scored here um, because that Detroit offense is explosive, and the Bears have shown that with Foles, they can run the ball, and they can be successful at it. So give me the over here as well. I'm going to just uh, take Detroit minus six here. Um, there's no point in Chicago winning ball games at this point. Um, they're going to try. Uh, I saw Pettis rolled his ankle in practice today, and he's not going to play this weekend, so we just lost another wide receiver. There's no one to throw to, really. Everyone's hurt or in concussion protocol. Uh, Detroit just got their ass whooped last week. I think Campbell's going to get those boys ready to go, especially in a win-win scenario. Um, at home, I, I think it's a win by 10 plus here. Yeah, I liked what Campbell said after the game. Of, we just weren't ready. You know, we were a team that wasn't prepared to own it. You know, we've talked about that a lot. The just owning when bad things happen. And uh, I think that that takes a lot of accountability there and shows something to the locker room of, hey, I'm going to take the heat for you but we got to go yeah. out and play. So I'm with you. I, I think that they do win this game pretty handily. I, I do think it's close at half. Yeah, I, I hope it's a close game. I think it should be, but I just, the scenario, I think it's Detroit. Carolina at Tampa will be the next one that we talk about. Tampa Bay needs to win out to have a shot here. They're favored by three, 40 and a half. Actually, Check that. Tampa with a win clinches the NFC South. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the later games we talk about, they need to win out. But Tampa with a win goes to 8-8, eight and eight, clinches the NFC South. Um, kind of puts uh, into perspective what I've been saying. If they'll win the division with a losing record. Uh, so... Crazier things have happened here, but Tampa favored by 340 and a half is the total in that game. Uh, too much to overcome here. Carolina quarterback situation, questionable. But Tampa Bay, we can't say that they're deserving, I would say. that This game, I think, will be closer than what it is. Last possession type of game, but I don't think Tom Brady guarantees himself a losing season with one week to go. So give me Tampa minus three. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm going to take the under here, under 40 and a half. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. Um, we've seen Tampa not score points all year long. The offense is not clicking. Brady and Evans are not on the same page. Um, and the one game versus the Bengals a couple weeks ago when they came out hot, they proceeded to score zero or three points or something in the second half. 
Um, they're just not the same team as the team that beat your boys uh, a couple years ago. Um, not at no, all. Not. So, and it's sad because they still have some weapons. So, I think the line's pretty perfect here. I do think Carolina might win this game outright. I'm not going to take that as a pick. Uh, but I will take the under here and just stay hard uh, divisional matchup. Speaking of divisional matchups, our next one, Denver at Kansas City. Nathaniel Hackett fired this week. And, you know, this was a topic of conversation. I actually called into NFL radio on Monday to talk about this, of, of the coaching vacancies and things that we saw coming. Uh, I think that we all can agree that we saw Hackett as being a one and done based on the season, how it went. But there's a lot of teams that aren't performing necessarily to expectations. But what I think forced that move going into week 17 is we saw fighting on the sideline in week 15 between Russ and his offensive line. And it seemed to escalate in week 16. And it just showed to me that he's lost that locker room. And once you lose that locker room and you're probably already on the way out, it's time to make the change. I, I think that that was the right move to make for that team. And there's a lot that's come out this week of dysfunction or uh, anger in that locker room. I saw a report of Russ has his own office in the facility as well as um, multiple parking spaces at the facility. That's a sticking point for the players. And some of his old players in Seattle have come out and said that he was very unapproachable. You had to go through his manager to really get to him and it it shows a lot there of when you're not performing and things aren't going well it's going to go sideways real quick um that being said we talked about it as the Colts made their coaching change earlier in the year to me that very well could energize a locker room this is a divisional matchup of the Chiefs favored by 12 and 45 being the total they played each other just two weeks ago and what I warned could be a trap game. I'm going to put that warning out again that this is another trap game and go Denver plus 12. Kansas City, though, has to win out and Buffalo get a loss, which your best chance for that we'll talk about later, to have that coveted number one seed and the bye going into the playoffs. So you can't overlook the Broncos here. You can't overlook the Raiders next week. But you've got to take care of business here when it's favorable for you to do so. Yeah, no, I 100% see uh, your take there on, on this game. Um, 100% feels like a trap, you know, after losing to um, the Rams last week as bad as they did to see this line where it's at, you know, a divisional matchup. It just feels like a lot. But I'm going to take KC uh, minus 12 here. Only because Casey does have something to play for, like you just said. They they could get that outright number one spot, and the Bills have shown at times they are very human, you could say. Uh, they've lost some games we didn't expect or games were closer than what we thought. Um, so it's still out there. Uh, so I like Casey here, uh, you know, especially with the starters rolling all game. Minus 12 against a team that really has no idea what's going on. Um it's embarrassing that game versus the Rams. I, I couldn't watch it. It was so bad. Russ is playing horrible. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like you said, locker room's not good, but you know maybe the guy. I think they brought in their what was it their like strategy coach or something to be the head coach. So yeah, they offered it to their defensive coordinator and hmm. he said no. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing that scares me here is these type of games. They have nothing to lose, like like ja- like the Jags onside kicks. Flea flickers, just random plays that could just be big time, uh, big time scores. So we'll see though. Yeah, I'll end on, on this note of I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. The offense of the Chiefs is a one of the most high power offenses we've seen in a long time. Mahomes, I believe it's if he averages two sixty nine passing or total yards over the next two weeks. He'll break Drew Brees' record. Uh, it's about 10 years old uh, for most offense in a season. That defense has to step up here. The offense is a little inconsistent right now. We're seeing a lot more turnovers mm-hmm. than we would like. And the one saving grace in what I talked about earlier in this week was I think what saved the Broncos GM is that defense. Oh, no. I think we lost Dave here. We'll work to get him back. While we work to get Dave back, let's go ahead and I will move us into Miami at New England, another noon game. New England favored by three here. 41 and a half being the total. Um, New England and Miami, they both have to win out to get a playoff spot. And obviously, both of them can't win out if they're playing each other. So, Miami is without Tua. New England is just scratching wins together. One of them will make the playoffs. It's just a matter of. Who's going to win this game, I think, says a lot about that. But you got to win out to have that wild card berth. Uh, I'm going to take New England minus three here and the under of 41 and a half. Just based on the fact of two is out. And uh, there's that's scary with how many head problems two has had this season of what his career looks like going forward. For sure. Um his third this year, is that correct? Technically a second. Oh, yeah, because the other ones are back. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. Um, New England looked awful early versus the Bengals. Then almost came back. Probably should have won that game from what I heard. I didn't watch the end of it. Um, saw they were on like the 20 or 15 like two minutes ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to think about New England. So I, I'm going to – I think I'm just going to ride that under with you, uh, under 40 and a half, I think you said. Um, yep. I like that. Just Teddy brings a different aspect to the offense. It, not as explosive probably. Who knows? He might just come out firing. I don't know. Um, just don't see it being real high scoring. And Miami's defense is hit or miss. They'll bring some pressure, and, and maybe it'll slow the game down. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It's it's like, who's really going to sneak their way into the playoffs there? More than likely as a seven yeah. seed. 
Miami has been so streaky, though. They started out 3-0, and then they lost their next three, they won their next five, then they've lost their next yeah, five. They, they, are, uh, they looked unbelievable, and then they've just looked, I don't know, just not the same. He definitely was concussed, though, that second half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our wonderful friends on Twitter found what was more than likely the culprit yeah, I for saw that. that. Second mm-hmm. concussion. And uh, that was a pretty hard hit on the old noggin. But let's go to New Orleans at Philadelphia. Philly is favored by six and a half. 42 is the total in this game. Looking at the injury report that was posted today, it looks like Jalen actually did practice a little bit today. Um, very quiet on what's going to happen there. Um, but Philly does have something to play for here. Uh, they clinched the NFC East with a win, or if Dallas was to somehow lose this game against the Titans tonight, as they're up by 11 currently, they clinched the first seed and home field advantage through the NFC playoffs with a win, or um, a Dallas loss and a Minnesota loss and a San Francisco loss. So... Um, Really, it's win and you you get both. Uh, I don't think that they want that to push to week 18. But uh, Minshew, I think, showed that he might be okay for this team um, to limp through the rest of the regular season. I think Jalen will want to get some more snaps before the season is over. I just don't think that that happens this week. Uh, Betting man Minshew is going to get the start here. But I'm going to continue to take Philly minus six and a half here. Yeah, I agree with um, Minshew looked pretty solid versus Dallas. That was a hell of a game to watch. Uh, he had a couple, I think one or two picks, or he had one and Dak had two, but uh, he made some big-time throws. Uh, you could definitely see the impact of having Dallas Goddard back on that team. Um, he's a big-time tight end for them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think uh, – Minshew is, uh, I saw a tweet saying he's easily, uh, um, easily should be a top 32 quarterback every week, whether he starts or not. And I, I mean, he showed that he can, he can take that role, uh, almost went out and got a divisional win and, uh, he's got a tough test here though, even though New Orleans isn't, you know, the New Orleans we're used to seeing that defense still can show up at times, especially the front. So I like the plus six and a half here with New Orleans. Only because, obviously, they don't have their stud for Philly. Uh, blanking, sorry. Uh, hurts. Um, it just feels like a lot of points to me. So, yeah. I think Minshew maybe doesn't play as well. But I, I do think Philly comes out with the win. I do need to go back and correct myself on Miami. They could clinch a playoff berth this week with a win and a Jets loss. Ooh. So, do need to go back Not and correct though. myself. <laughs> Mike White, though. Speaking of, the Jets are the next team that we talk about. The Jets will be in Seattle. This is the first of the late window that we're talking about today. Only two of the late window that we're talking about. Jets favored by one and a half, 42 being the total. Mike White has been cleared to play. You know, two weeks ago, I saw a report he'd went to somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 doctors trying to get someone to clear him to play. Mm-hmm. Dude's a fighter. Uh, 
no one would clear him rightfully, but uh, <laughs> he tried his damnedest to, to get in there and play. Um, Seahawks, though, it's a good football team. Traveling across the country for the Jets um, could be potentially rough, but I feel like that team has rallied behind him in a spread of Jets being favored by one and a half with 42 being the number. I just got to ride the Jets here, man. Yeah, I like it. Um, the whole team, the energy, it's kind of like hopefully it doesn't happen with uh, Denver this week, but it's just kind of that kind of switch where Zach Wilson takes the field and they score three points against the Jags and just he looks bad. The team does not look the same. And then Mike White comes in. Played against the Bears, got hurt or whatever, but that you could just tell the energy was way de- different. Their defense is very solid. Um, I really like them versus Seattle here. I think Seattle might start to show the team that we thought they were going to be this year. Um, but yeah, I like the Jets on the road here. That was interesting to see Zach Wilson. Uh, similar to, I think, Buffalo, a team that has given up on him this year. They rallied behind Mike. Oh, Let's yeah. see what can happen there. Sneakily big game in the next one. This is uh, kind of the game of the week there of Minnesota at Green Bay, at least during the Sunday day window. Uh, Green Bay favored by three and a half. 48 is the total. Green Bay somehow very much alive to get a yeah. wild card berth. They have to win out, and they have to get just a little bit of help. Not a lot, and it's realistic help. Um, But let's just – we'll get into that next week if they get the win here. But being favored by three and a half at home in Green Bay, 48 being the number, it is going to be a little bit warmer than normal up there for late December, early January. Um, We have a little bit of a warm front going through, but – I'm going to take Green Bay minus three and a half and give me the over in that game. Yeah, again, it just you just smell a trap, you know. Um, and it always tends mm-hmm. to go on the side where you just don't think. So I like Green Bay minus three and a half here. They're playing better football. Even in that game versus the Dolphins, uh, Rodgers made some mistakes early in that first quarter. They could have put up more than 26 points. Um the only thing that worries me here is their run defense. If they can somehow shut Cook down, I think they easily cover that, and it forces Cousins to throw it in the air to basically one person, as we've seen all season. Um, so, yeah, I like Green Bay at home. I wish it was colder, and I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will be playing in the playoffs again this year. It's disgusting. Isn't that weird to think? I'm sure this will be the year he wins it all, too. Sunday knife. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Um, Sunday night football. This game was actually flexed into Sunday night football. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Um, Lamar, another one that we don't know if he's really going to play. Um, trying to look through the injury report here, but Harbaugh is playing this one. Very, very close to mm-hmm. the chest uh, as they get ready for this one. Lamar did not practice again today. To me, that would say he's probably not going to play. And uh, 
that just makes this pick for me feel a little bit better. But Baltimore, favored by 2.5, 35 uh, is the total in that game. Um, Huntley has showed that the Ravens cannot win with him under center. I don't know what happened. Uh, and Pittsburgh's playing some pretty damn good ball of late. I, I don't really have a lot to say about this one. I understand why it was flexed in. Um, as a division matchup and all of that, Baltimore still very much uh, alive for higher seeding. Um, but give me Pittsburgh money on um, I don't mind it, yeah. They had a big game last week, beat the Raiders somehow, ugly fashion. Um, I'm going to take the opposite. I'm going to do Baltimore two and a half. I don't know anything about Lamar. I saw uh, since I lost in our league, he was my quarterback. He did have a projection this week. Uh, So that was some type of good sign. Maybe they took that away. Um, But whether he plays or not, um, I'm taking him here. That run offense is just too much. Uh, Even though Pittsburgh has a pretty solid D, it's just it just works against anybody if they can just close a game. We've seen it all year. They've kind of let teams come back in. The Jags won late in Jacksonville on them. I don't know how. Um, they just need to close a game. I, I trust their defense and the run offense to kind of just slow that game down and just progressively keep scoring points and, and just making the other defense tired. So they're going to be a tough team to beat, especially if Lamar's back on the field. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a really good football game. He's if Lamar doesn't practice tomorrow, though, he's done. He, he has to practice tomorrow, at least in some sort of capacity. But you also have to ask yourself, what's the mm-hmm. risk-reward on that? Like, yeah. you already have a playoff yeah. um, spot locked up. Um, unlikely to win the division, as the Bengals would need to lose their next two. Um, I just I don't know if you risk it there. Tough call, but um, really, it's you've got to look at your potential matchups going into the playoffs as the wild card seed and where you're going to go. And I think kind of base it on that. If I'm John Harbaugh, I have resigned myself to the fact of I'm not winning the division. We've got to get ready for where we're going to go. Huge, huge, huge Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Who day? I've, <laughs> I've never been a bigger Bengals fan in my life than when the Buffalo Bills head into Cincinnati on Monday night football. Oh, I, yeah. This is the game of the week. This has been the talk of the week. The Bills clinched the number one seed with a win here and a Kansas City loss. Bengals still very much alive in that one seed race if the Bills and Chiefs lose out. Cincinnati, though, clinches their division and know that they'll host a game with a win and a Baltimore loss. There's a lot going on in this football game. With Buffalo favored by one, 49 and a half being the total. I went back this week being off work and having all the time in the world. And I have watched both of these teams' last three games. They match up mm-hmm. so similar to each other. It is incredible. And 
it has the makings for a great football game. Here's some fun facts, though. Dawson Knox mm. for the Bills was limited in practice today. I saw that Stefan Diggs did not practice mm. today or yesterday. So there is some things to think about there as we get ready for this game that could play factors. When I look at the Bengals injury report, there's five players on it. The Bills, there's about 10 to 11 without me counting through each of them. Two explosive offenses and two defenses that can lock you down. But Buffalo, still favored by one, basically a pick 49 and a half is the total in that football game. To me, I've said it in other games that didn't pan out. I think this one does. This is an electric factory of points galore. Cincinnati money line, and give me the over in this football game. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page. Uh, Bengals here. Uh, they've they've just come alive. They were a team early on. We were like, are they going to make the playoffs? And then they've just uh, started playing good ball. And they and they snuck one out last week. Somehow, after being up 22 to zero, they snuck one out last week, and that was just a, a big win to to keep it going. So, I like the Bengals here. I feel like a lot of people are going to be on Buffalo. Um, Buffalo is obviously an amazing team, but there's been so many games this year that have just been so much closer, or they just like like even the Minnesota fluky thing the. The tight two games versus the Jets. I like the like. Mm-hmm. I've learned the Jets are better than I thought they were. They have a good defense, but if they were the Bills that we thought they were in the beginning of the year, I think they win both those games by, you know, 13, 13 points each. Um, so I don't know what to think about Buffalo. They're good. Um, I'm hoping the Bengals win for your boys, and uh, I'm gonna take the under here. I think both defenses will come out. Fun fact, I pulled up Fun fact, I pulled up DraftKings. And the money on this game is just about split. 51% on Buffalo, well, 49%. You have to check that right before game time. That'll be interesting. I will. The Bills have only covered the spread in 46.7% of yeah. the games while the Bengals have covered it. I wonder, does it show the percentage of on the over and over-under? Because <laughs> I guarantee there's so many people on the over. Um, it doesn't. Uh, but the average point scored in Cincinnati mm. this year is 47.3. Bengals yeah. have won each of their last seven They've been games. Hot. <laughs> hot. But that is a game to watch. I will find something orange and black to wear that night. Need to find out what the official drink of Cincinnati is. Probably make <laughs> their food for Monday night. <laughs> We're going to be all in on the Bengals on Monday night football. Let's go to the crazy parlay of the week as we start to wrap up here. Uh, crazy parlay this week is 
as always, all money line bets, five legs, plus 944. Decent odds this week. Um, one game ongoing, four minutes left in it. Looks like it's pretty well locked up. Dallas over Tennessee. The Eagles over the Saints. The Giants over the Colts. The Steelers over the Ravens. And the Bengals over the Bills. And for the sicko teaser of the week that is yet to hit when the crazy parlay of the week has hit twice. Dave, you are at uh, plus 320 for your teaser. It's a seven-point teaser. With those seven additional points, we'll have Kansas City minus five, Miami plus 10, New Orleans plus 13 and a half, Carolina plus 10, and Detroit plus one for the sicko teaser of the week. Any parting thoughts as I wrap this up? I hope uh, it's another good week for me and another average week for you, so maybe I can catch up on the record. All right. Well, we'd like to thank our listeners uh, across the globe as that audience continues to rise. This has been another edition of Pick'em with Dan and Dave, powered by Riverside FM.